All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim LaFords. We're going to be hitting some week 15 previews this week. As you know, normally joined by Lou, the big daddy, but not today. Uh, he's currently off doing, you know, work-related things because that's what you do, I guess, when you're uh, in snow removal. So I am not flying solo today, though. I am joined by fellow Beak Brands member, Tom Rupel. He does a lot of UFC and boxing and any other type of sport that you know pays someone to beat the living piss out of another guy or woman um but he's also a big football guy so tom how you doing was that pun intended that you're not flying solo and we work for beak brands which is a bird was that a pun <laughs> no just, not a pun it just happened to be there i guess <laughs> it just happened to be it well yep uh i'm doing well uh, like you said, Lou didn't make it. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't make it. So here I am, <laughs> that's but that's exactly all right. Cause right. you know what? I put an honest effort in every week in trying <laughs> to put out some content for you guys. That's right. We'll give Tom a little plug to start off every Tuesday, Tom Rupel Tuesdays. You got UFC, you got boxing. Are there any other combat sports that we're miss missing? Like jujitsu, martial arts, MMA, anything like that. <laughs> Uh, that's my forte. I'm the guy for that. I've been yeah. thinking about getting into uh, into a um, Korean kickboxing as well. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see how that goes. Maybe I'll start writing about some of that. I'm but sure, yeah, the, U I'm sure the UFC and, and the boxing, that's yeah. my forte right there. <laughs> I'm sure Will and Lou already bet on the uh, Korean kickboxing. But all right. So if you listen to this, you know why we're here. We're going to preview all the week 15 games. Uh, you guys know the drill. We skip Thursday's game because by the time this comes out, Thursday's already over. Um, but we will note by saying Chargers Raiders is a big game uh, for a lot of fantasy players because there's a super, you know, large amount of fantasy relevant players in this game. Um, and it's also big for the Raiders in that if they want any chance of making the playoffs, they really need to win this game. Um, they they needed to win a couple games the last couple <laughs> weeks, and yeah. uh, it hasn't been looking good for them. No, it but, hasn't. Uh, they're kind of still on the cusp out there. That's for right. For the most part. And obviously me and Tom, we both play fantasy. We're actually playing against each other this week in our Dynasty League semifinals. So even though we are, we're not enemies until about another five hours from now. So we can still be friends on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> as long as the Jets keep doing Jet things and, Dar and uh, Jared Goff, you know, throws for 400 yards, we should be looking pretty good this week. <laughs> All right. So let's get it kicked off. We actually have two Saturday games, so we'll start there. I know Tom is new to uh, being on the podcast in this capacity. So we just go in order of the games, not in order of importance. So we'll start off Buffalo Bills at the Denver Broncos. Uh, I personally think the Buffalo Bills are the second best team in the AFC. Um, and I know Lou is not here to fight me back on this, but I am more of a Drew Locke truther than not. Um, even though he does make a lot of boneheaded decisions. So I guess I'll leave this one up to you, Tom. Who do you think wins this game? What happens in this game? Let me know. Buffalo wins. That's a guaranteed, even though I believe they're playing in Denver. They are. They are playing in Denver. Buffalo wins this game. They are at 10-3 and three right now. They are making a playoff push. They have a lot of backing from Dave Portnoy. <laughs> he says if Buffalo goes to the Super Bowl, Barstool will be there for Bill's Mafia. I think the hype train behind the Bills is real. They're legit. Josh Allen looks impeccable this season. 
The addition of Stefan Diggs is absolutely incredible. He's top five in the league. And you know what? Their defense keeps him in the games. And when Josh Allen's – if your defense can keep you in the game and Josh Allen's just slinging the ball for 300-plus yards a game and you're winning, you're sitting at 10-3, and three, I think the chances are really good. I think they're going to blow out Denver. Uh, Denver's defense is not what it used to be, and Drew Locke sucks. <laughs> so, Drew Locke Drew Locke has the makings for an impeccable offense and I know Cortland Sutton is on the IR and he's out for the season but you still have a ton of talent around you and you, you can't get anything done at all yeah see to me the more and more I watch Drew Locke the more and more I think he's just the white version of Jameis Winston because there are some games where it's like wow this guy really put it all together and then there are some games where it's like, nah, just kidding. He's still throwing it to the wrong team three times a game. Yeah, he's like a colorblind kid in the ball pit. <laughs> so I'm also taking Buffalo. I wrote about this game for the Friday Fire. I think Buffalo covers the six points fairly easily. Like Tom said, Denver's defense not as good as it used to be. Uh, Denver's offense, it really depends on what version of Drew Locke you're getting. Last week they got the good version. Uh, me and Tom, I guess, are both both on the train that we don't think they get the same version of Drew Locke two weeks in a row, especially Absolutely against not. a better defense. Yeah, so we're going with Buffalo there. Yeah, I have Drew Locke in fantasy. I can guarantee you, you don't get Drew Locke good two weeks in a row. <laughs> You'll get him bad two weeks in a row, but never good two weeks yeah. in a row. <laughs> Which makes it hard to know when to play him, doesn't it? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, all right. The other Saturday game that we have is the Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Panthers are a lot better than me and Lou both thought they were going to be. Uh, I thought Teddy Bridgewater was going to be solid, but they just weren't going to win any games. I mean, they're not good. They're 4-9, but they're in every game. They're 4-9. Yeah, they're in every game until, like, the very end, even last week when they lost. Um, however, going up, their defense is terrible. They just got led up by Drew Locke and friends. Uh, which means I think Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and all those guys are going to have a field day. Uh, Green Bay favored by eight and a half. Lou's normally are, you know, because he likes to bet on every single game out there. He'll bet on anything. Um, I'm assuming he would be on the Packers. I just think the Packers are going to win. Uh, what's what say you? Um, you just said the Panthers got lit up by Drew Locke. Yeah, they did. Give him 30-plus points. Okay. So we're, they got lit up by a second-year quarterback that has no idea what he's doing. And now they're in Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers, who looks very good this season. I mean, the last couple seasons, Aaron Rodgers, he was good, but he, you know, he wasn't at that elite level like he used to be, but he is playing elite football this year. Aaron Rodgers is going to torch the Panthers, <laughs> torch them. Look for the Panthers to be four and ten after this week. That's that's a lock of the week. Yeah, you, that's, well, that Green Bay Green Bay is going to torch the Panthers. You think they cover it. They cover eight and a half. Do I think they cover? Come on, <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Yes, they're going to cover. Uh, Absolutely. Pretty, if I was Bay, a gambling oh, sorry, man, you go. You go if you I go. was a gambling man, I'd put my money on Green Bay. <laughs> Good to know. Say Green Bay currently in contention for the number one overall seed in the NFC. Remember, there's only one bye this year. Uh, Green Bay has a pretty good shot at it because the Saints lost last week. Uh, but we're going to move over to the Sunday games. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. I hate the Atlanta Falcons with every part of my body. 
because last week I picked them to win. They're playing the Chargers. They've, they were playing the Chargers, who had potentially up to that point found every single way to lose a football game, and yet the Falcons managed to lose to them in a situational drill like less than three minutes ago. They blew the game, and the Chargers won. So I'll be short on my side. I'm going to take Tampa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know on this one. I'm taking Tampa. My gut says to take Tampa because it's Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's just God at football. And Matt not Ryan. This year he's not. <laughs> Matt Ryan just is not typical Matt Ryan this year. Uh, and what's his name? Julio might not play, I think. I think he's still questionable. He's still questionable, yeah. He's still questionable. There's absolutely zero run game in Atlanta. Like, I don't think they know how to run at all. Yeah, Todd Gurley's cooked. He's he's done. That was yeah. a, that was a dumb acquisition. <laughs> that was a, that was just a dumb acquisition. So many running backs came out this year in the draft, and you went for Todd Gurley. Broken down, Todd Gurley. <laughs> broken broken down on the side of the road, Todd Gurley. You should have left him down the street. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks in this one. I think the Bucks. The Bucks. All right. I think the Bucks beat Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's defense. They, I don't even know if they know where the field is, <laughs> let alone to get on the field and play. Uh, yeah, no, Tampa Bay. That's easy. I, I guess while we're here talking about broken down Todd Gurley, uh, since me and Tom have been in the Dynasty League for, what, next year would be eight years, right? Yeah. Next year, yes, 2014 yes. we started. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Maybe. It was 2014, yeah. yeah. So – uh, if you, you know, you guys are either regular fantasy players, redraft leagues or dynasty players, whatever running back ends up in Atlanta this year, if they draft one, that's probably someone you should be going after because their offense is really good and their defense is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if they go for one, they might, uh, they might go for a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan. Yeah, true. Cause true. he's kind of getting up there. I think he's what he's gotta be like, he's gotta be past 35 at this point. He's gotta be pushing 40. No, I don't think so. I think he's like 33, no. isn't he? I mean, he's not good, though. Like, I just oh, don't think well, he's good. He, Regardless of his age, he I think he crested the hill. And I think it's uh, – Oh, no, you were right, 35. I think he's got to be uh, – I think he's uh, – maybe it's an off year. All right, I'll cut him a little slack. Maybe he's having an off year. But I think his – it's not going to get any better than when he was at his top. At his best. He's going to start that gradual decline, I believe. I agree. I agree there. Uh, let's move on. Next game. Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on this because there's really not any playoff implications, you know, involved in this game other than that Tom has Brandon Ayuk on his dynasty team. Uh, but yeah, the San Francisco 49ers are playing against the Dallas Cowboys this week. Um, two teams with their backup quarterbacks in. ton of injuries on both sides of the ball for both of these guys. Uh, I think at this point, it's probably in their best interest to start losing some games, help their draft position out. Um, but I'll, I'll kick this one over to you, Tom, for the first one. Absolutely. Dallas is 4-9, and nine, San Francisco's 5-8. and eight. Regardless of who wins this game, neither of them are going into the playoffs at all. Uh, you're pretty much just lobbying for, like you said, a better draft pick overall. Um, San Francisco... 
I can see them going after a quarterback this year. So I don't know, it might be in their best interest to possibly throw the game, <laughs> even though it's frowned upon in sports, throw the game, get a better draft pick. You know, there's a lot of good quarterbacks coming out this year. And I do not think Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco has been absolutely decimated by injuries all year long. Yeah. You get one guy back, you lose another three. It's an endless cycle. It's a revolving door at the chiropractors, the, the you know, every, everyone. It's, it's a disaster in San Francisco. Um, Dallas, obviously, lost Dak Prescott and then lost Andy Dalton and then lost some other guy and some the Ben DiNucci guy started. I don't know what was going on there. Um, Andy Basso, <sighs> who are you taking in this game? I'm going to take... I'm going to take San Francisco. As much as I think they should lose to get a better draft pick to pick a quarterback because Jimmy Garoppolo is not the answer, and I have two wide receivers on my dynasty team that play for San Francisco, (laughs) they could use a quarterback. I think San Francisco wins this game. Yeah, I think San Francisco wins this game too, mostly just because I think Kyle Shanahan's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. I actually had this discussion with Lou the other day. I think it was last week actually. You're Jerry Jones. You fire Mike McCarthy after this year and just say that you messed up? No. I'm giving him another go. You getting rid of the D coordinator? <laughs> they have one? <laughs> <laughs> they have one yeah. of those? I thought, that was, I thought that was a vacant spot. They were just, you know, they, they got Ben DiNucci to play quarterback. I don't know. Maybe they can get, a, I don't know, Stevie Wonder as their defensive coordinator. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, no, the defensive coordinator's got to go. I'm giving Mike McCarthy one more chance if I'm Jerry. All right. All right. We'll have plenty of time to discuss that in the offseason. I'm going to take San Francisco, too, in this game, but not really too interested in that. All right, here we go. Another game. Detroit Lions at the Tennessee Titans. I think I speak for the both of me and Tom, but correct me if I'm wrong here. If Matt Stafford does not play in this game, the Lions do not have a chance. Agreed. Okay, so agreed with, that that offense revolves around Matt Stafford. Yeah. Um, with that being said, Matt Stafford currently looking doubtful for Sunday. I'm going to take the fight in Derrick Henry's. Yeah, Derrick Henry's having one hell of a season again. Probably going to end up being getting a rushing title for the second year in a row. I think he, who's who's second behind him? Dalvin. Dalvin. Yeah, it's Derrick Dalvin and then James Robinson. Undrafted free agent. Look at that guy go. Um, yeah, I think Derrick Henry's going to go off this game. He's going to claim his rushing title yet again. If Matt Stafford doesn't play, Lions have no shot because they don't have a defense either. How nice is it to be Derrick Henry where you get to play Houston, who ranks in the bottom two and run defense twice a year, Jacksonville, who ranks in the bottom two of every category on either side of the ball every year two times. And then the Colts, who are a zone team that you can run against two times a year. That must be pretty sweet. Hence why he's going to get the rushing <laughs> title two year, two consecutive years. And I think I, he's already at, like, he's got to be already at, like, 1,300 yards. Yeah, something, something like that. Something crazy like that. Okay. I was talking to Lou last week. Um is, has there ever been a game where Derrick Henry plays the Jacksonville Jaguars and does not rush for 200 yards? I swear to God, it happens every time he plays them. Maybe in Madden, <laughs> but that's about it. That's about it. Maybe in Madden. 
right, we're, we're both on the Titans this week. Let's move on. Next Titan, game coming yeah, up. Yeah, Titans. Titans yeah. got this one in the bag. Don't we're going to go <laughs> Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, these teams squared off two weeks ago. Uh, the Colts, I thought, were a lock to cover the spread, and they did cover it. But thank you to Deshaun Watson for taking a really stupid safety and then fumbling the ball inside the Colts' five-yard line, which cost them the game. Uh, this time, the Texans are going to Indianapolis, but not sure that matters because no fans and they play in a dome. So it's not really a home field advantage, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I know the Texans got the crap kicked out of them last week by the Bears. Texans currently sit at four and nine. They are four and nine. That is not good. And the Colts are nine and four, tied with Tennessee for the division. Correct. So, my hypothesis for this game, as you said, uh, Houston bottom two in the run defense, and. I think the Colts finally realized like who they drafted in the second round because you know he kind of went off last week. So I I foresee Indianapolis leaning heavy on the run game. Jonathan Taylor is going to explode yet again and completely exploit the Texans defense. And the Colts obviously lobbying for a playoff spot. They're tied with uh, Tennessee, like I said. And I don't know exactly where they sit in the wild card. I assume they're in the hunt because they're 9-4. and four, Pretty good record. Uh, Colts got something to play for this week. I think they lean heavy on the run game, and they beat uh, the Texans. Yeah, I mean, I think the Colts and the Titans are both going to get in regardless, just who's going to win the division and who's going to be the wild card. Because the AFC West is only sending one team. That's going to be Kansas City. And then – Which I don't even know how. They're not really that good. But. <laughs> and then the AFC East is – might send two teams if Miami keeps winning. So that, that leaves a handful of spots open. The AFC North is, might send the whole division other than Cincinnati. Yeah. And so then it's just that those two teams are left. So I think they're going to get in. It just depends on where they land in the seating there. Right, I'm going right. to take the Colts, even though their defense has not been as good the past couple of weeks. Um, but Houston just can't block or stop anybody. So I can't see them actually winning this game. I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah, Colts. All right, here we go. Next game up, 1 o'clock. Patriots at the Dolphins. Now. Um, Huge game. Yeah, this, this is a big game. The Patriots Huge still, game. believe it or not, have an outside chance at a wild card, even though they're 6-7. and seven. Miami's 8-5. and five. Uh, We do know the Patriots, with Tom Brady anyway, struggled going to Miami in December, which is like so weird. Uh, but I'll just throw that out there. Tom Brady's gone. Uh, the reason the Patriots are struggling now is because Cam Newton literally cannot throw a football more than 10 yards. Um, however, we know Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks makes them look really stupid. And makes him look, look like a rookie yeah, quarterback. He makes them look like a rookie quarterback. So with that being said, Tua's getting the start again, obviously, because he has been playing well. Who do you got in this game and why? New England cannot perform in Miami. Ever, especially in the winter. I think they get too used to the cold. They go down to Miami, a little culture shock. It's warm. They don't do well. Uh, New England secondary is very good. Obviously, we know that um, because I have two in fantasy. And uh, I don't know. I'm taking Miami. I think Miami, I think Miami keeps the ball rolling. I think despite yeah. New England secondary, two is going to have a good game. 
Um, he's going to have to lean heavy on some other receivers other than Devontae Parker. But I think, I think Miami pulls this one off. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami also, just mostly because their defense is playing really well and Cam Newton sucks. Yeah, New Miami's slash. defense has picked up. Yeah. Cam Newton's been bad since 2016, people. This is not news. You can stop defending him. He's just broken down and not good anymore. It's okay. It happens. Um, he wasn't good at throwing to begin with, but now he, re- he really can't throw. Him and Mr. Trubisky I probably have the most dirted passes in the league that travel less than seven air yards. It's like it's crazy how many passes he throws right into the ground. We don't we don't talk about that other man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Miami. I think I told Lou two or three weeks ago. Brian Flores is currently my candidate for coach of the year. Yeah, I I thought he was a good choice for that. Uh, I'm gonna take Miami nine and five. That would put them at, and that would pretty much firmly put them in uh, playoff contention there. I agree. Uh, Miami's defense really has picked it up. I'd say they're a top 10 defense in the league as of late. And they got two first-round draft picks next year. Yes, thank you to Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans. So they're going to have a – I think they're going to finish the season strong. And I think Miami's definitely going to be a contender. If if they're not a contender this year, they're definitely going to be a contender next year. They're going to draft a wide receiver. It's going to be either Waddle or Smith to pair him back up with Tua. And I think regardless of whichever one they pick, that tandem is going to run wild in the in the league. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're a, a year or two away because they played the Chiefs last week. The Chiefs played like ass for 30 minutes to open the game, and Miami was up by like a field goal. And then Kansas City obviously scored like 20 unanswered. So I think they're, right. yeah, they're far away from beating a team like the Chiefs right now. They did come back, like I get it, but I mean, you could tell the Chiefs weren't really doing much in the first half there, uh, and it wasn't really Miami's defense doing anything. It was just the Chiefs being awful because uh, they have a tendency to do that when they play teams they know they're better than. But I agree. I think whatever receiver they take at Alabama, um, they're going to be insane with Tua. If they go with one of the if they go with one of the Alabama receivers, I've seen mock drafts where they're getting Jamar Chase. Uh, they're so. gonna get two his guys. Who knows? They gotta get two his guys. Um, all right, next game. This is a big game for NFC uh, wild card. Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings. They're both six and seven. Pretty much the loser of this game, I would say, is out of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to come back there, especially with the tiebreakers involved. Yeah. I believe they are both one game back of the Arizona Cardinals, who we're gonna get to in a second. Last time these teams played, Vikings grinded out a win the way the Vikings grind out wins, which is run the ball to Dalvin 9,000 times, hit him with a little play action to Justin Jefferson, and then when they fall asleep, Adam Thielen does it to you. Mitch Trubisky, over the past three weeks, has thrown the most touchdown passes out of anyone in the league. Crazy talk how this guy's all over the map. Um, Obviously, we just saw the Bears demolish the Texans last week. Where are you going with this game, Tom? Where are they playing? Chicago? No, they're in Minnesota, so they're at the Dome. Give me the purple peeper leaders. Yeah. Vikings. I'm on the Vikings, too. I don't trust I don't trust Mitch Trubisky. I don't care how well he's been playing. He's too – I mean, like, I know you said he's been, he's been pretty consistent. He's been very good the last couple of weeks. I just feel if you look at his whole career in general, he's very hot and cold. You can't trust honest. him. Yeah, he'll go on a hot streak. Him. He'll go on a cold streak. It's it's too inconsistent. Even if he does ride some sort of 
wave into this game. I still think the Vikings have enough to pull it off. They're just going to run the ball down your throat with uh, Dalvin Cook, like you said. And, yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. Yeah, I'm on the Vikings, too. They need this game to have a shot at getting into the playoffs. They're desperate. I mean, the Bears are desperate, too, but I think the Vikings know they got off to a terrible start, and they're better than what their record says they are. So I'm going with the Vikings here. How do you feel about Matt Nagy? You think this is it after this season? No, no. I had this conversation with Lou, and he's like, you got to fire him. And I'm like, how do you fire a guy who didn't get to pick his own quarterback? You hired him as the coach, and he inherited probably the worst quarterback situation in the league. Yeah, he inherited a problem. Yeah. They made the playoffs two years ago. They just missed the playoffs last year, and now they're just going to miss the playoffs again this year. Like, I'm giving them one more year. You can pick whatever quarterback you want. But the problem is they're too good to draft one. Yeah. Because they're going to finish with seven wins most likely, maybe eight. Yeah, let me right in the middle. Yeah. So uh, this is what I asked him last week. Are you bringing in like Jameis Winston or something and hope you can – that's what, that's what Lou said, too. Lou was like, oh, well, Jameis Winston sucks. And I'm like, but Jameis Winston's better than Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. <laughs> I wouldn't bring in Jameis. I don't know. I, I guess it all depends on where they finish. I mean, if, they're, if their first-round pick is not going to get them, let's be realistic. They're not going to get the top two quarterbacks that are projected to go. They might not get the you top know, four quarterbacks. Yeah, they, they might be looking at, I don't know, who's like five. Like Kyle Trask. Florida. Kyle Trask, you know, Trey Lance is going to – I think he's going to be, be gone by then. Yeah. Zach Wilson's going to be gone. Mac Jones. All those I, guys see, are I don't think Mac Jones is going to the first round. I don't know. That's what I mean. If you're, I, sorry, if you're missing out on the top four guys, you're, you're not drafting a quarterback in round one because now you're reaching like 55 picks or more. Yeah. So what, what, what free agent quarterback are you going to get? True. The Bears are in trouble. Yeah. Is Jameis the answer, though? No, he's not, but he might be able to save Matt Nagy's job. <laughs> might be able to. Might. That's a big yeah. question, Mark. That's, <laughs> that has a little asterisk. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we're on, both on the Vikings there. Uh, so here we go. Seattle Seahawks, they're going to Washington. Washington somehow leads the division at 6-7. and seven. Um, I think Alex Smith is questionable to play in this game. So I'm just going to start off by saying if Dwayne Haskins is a starting quarterback, they have a 0% chance nope. of winning this game. Yeah. Agreed. It's like um, same thing we said with the Lions game. Yeah. If, if Alex Smith does not play this game, I don't see Washington putting anything together at all to pull out, yeah. of, uh, no pull out a win. No way. Um, for the Seahawks, they've kind of been all over the place. Uh, when Russell Wilson does not play like MVP Russell Wilson, they are really bad. Yeah. They, they have no one on defense. They have no one on the offensive line. Like, yeah, I get it. They have really fancy skill position players and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and Chris Carson. But if you don't have time to throw the ball to those guys or have time or have the guys up front to block, it doesn't really matter. I, yeah, I you know, know, there's a there's a song, uh, even the best fall down sometimes. Uh, the Seahawks fell, and I don't think they figured out how to quite get back up yet. Yeah, they I'm are. They are not the Seahawks that they have been the last couple of years. You know, going back, I'll go back to 2014. Since then, they're not. The, they're not the Seahawks they've been. Uh, but like you said, when Russell Wilson plays like MVP Russell Wilson, that team is good. 
But if he's having an off day or they're getting to him too quick, like you said, and he can't get the ball to DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett, it's a DK Metcalf might be the best defensive player on that team. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he might be the best defensive player on that team. And that has a lot, you know, that, that's saying a lot for a team that, you know, was once regarded as having the best defense in the league every year, guaranteed. So how the mighty have fallen. Uh, Do you think yeah. Russell Wilson has time to throw the ball going up against Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, uh, Montez Sweat and friends over there in Washington? Their front four is nasty. Their front four is good. Their front yeah. four is very, their front four is very good. Chase Young is scary. Very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm petrified thinking about it. I'm scared for Russell Wilson, actually. Um, so who are you taking in this game? If, if, if Alex Smith plays, who are you taking? If we're going under the assumption that Alex Smith plays, I will take Washington. Oh, wow. Because Seattle, their defense is not that good. And Alex Smith is a good quarterback. He's good. I know he's been out. Obviously, he's going to be the comeback player of the year. Uh, he's yeah. still decent. It all depends. There's, there's a lot of variables that are going to go into this game. If we're going <laughs> under the assumption Alex Smith plays, I think Washington wins. He's going to throw the ball. He's going to throw it to Terry McLaurin because I'm playing you in the playoffs in fantasy. So he's, that's who, he's good. the only option is Terry McLaurin. Um, if Alex Smith doesn't play. No shot. No, no, no shot. shot. No shot. sucks. No shot. I'm going to take Seattle regardless because I just think Russell Wilson is too good. I don't know if Washington can score with them. I get it. Their front four is really good, but I think you got to put up points to win. Yeah. Are you going to play uh, straight up man against the Seahawks? Like, I don't, I wouldn't. I, I would not because DK yeah. Metcalf is yeah. going to burn you. <laughs> DK Metcalf is going to make you look silly. Um, all right. So I, I like how we're split on that game. That was like pretty much the first one all day. Uh, this one we don't have to spend too much time on. Jacksonville Jaguars going to Baltimore. Um, Jacksonville 31st against the run in the league. Baltimore, the only thing they do is run the ball. This one's going to get out of hand, I think. Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville in this one. <laughs> I just said that to see a reaction. Uh, no, I am not taking Jacksonville. They are in the bottom two of every single category in the league, except for losses. Um they lead that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Baltimore is going to run away with this game. Yeah, I'm with you. No pun intended because the <laughs> Jaguars can't stop the run, and all Baltimore does is run. Uh, they're going to run away with this game. Uh, hopefully, my friend Marquise Brown decides to play this weekend. Uh, I need him out there. <laughs> and <laughs> I need him out there. But in all seriousness, um, when they drafted Marquise Brown, they have gotten everything except Marquise Brown. They did not get the Marquise Brown that they drafted. But I think the last two weeks, he's come along and has been somewhat looking like the person they drafted. So it'd be nice for him to get out there and, you know, keep that full head of steam, keep the ball rolling. And hopefully develop into the receiver they intended to draft. Um, but I think Baltimore takes this game easy. Yeah, see, for me, he just drops way too many wide open passes. To yeah, be someone's he's, number one receiver. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. 
that's not what they wanted out of him. But that's what they got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but with that Hoggins. being said, I, I hope he doesn't play because obviously fantasy related, you don't really have a viable backup option on the bench there. So that would be really good for me. No, if he doesn't play, I probably have to play Darius Slayton, yeah. who has no Daniel Jones this week. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, not good. I'll just give uh, you the win. Let's move to 4 o'clock here. Um, there's three games on, but one of them is the Jets, so it's really only two games. There's two games, yeah. yeah. One, so, two games in a practice. Yeah. <laughs> so the 0-13 Jets are traveling to the 9-4 and L.A. Rams. Um, I don't know the Jets – if they do anything well on either side of the ball, the Jet, I, I don't know. I just think the Rams are going to kill them. You know, the Jets might be winless, but there are a couple games where the Jets lose in fashion. Yeah, like when they, they when they lost to the Raiders, that was a that was a great game <laughs> for for a Jets game. That was a great game. Like they they lose in style. You know, like like in like in Toy Story, when they say it's not flying, it's falling with style. That's what the Jets are. They fall with style. That's right. Um, I guess the main point of this game for people betting everywhere, the current line is Rams giving seventeen and a half points. <laughs> Do you think the Jets are able to cover that? Uh, Just for context, no. last week in Seattle, the line was fourteen, and the Jets did not cover that. No, they're not going to cover that. That's a very generous 17 and a half. Yeah. And LA, LA's defense looks really good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Very good. The couple, last couple of weeks. Which is um, weird because they only have four good defensive players. Yeah, I don't think they've started off the season that well. No, they didn't. I they think, ter- they've gotten hot the past couple I think of weeks. They, yeah, they, they've gotten hot the last couple of weeks. And I think they're obviously going to keep the ball rolling against the Jets because the Jets can't do anything right. But I don't think it's going to be a scenario where the Jets lose in style. I think it's going to possibly be a blowout by L.A. I'm hoping. Jared Goff, please do well. Um, No, yeah, L.A. is going to win this game without a doubt. I don't think it's going to be close at all. Uh, Giving 17 and a half to the Jets, absolutely not. That's not going to happen. (laughs) Just for you uh, DFS fantasy players out there, I'm playing against the Rams defense in my money league, so you know they're about to have, like, three pick sixes this week. So, just throwing that out there. I'd pay up for the Rams defense. Uh, our other two games are 4 o'clock. This is probably – these two are two of my favorite games of the week for different reasons. First game, Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. Jalen Hurts big game to start for the Eagles. This is a good game. Um, this is a big game. There's a lot. This has yeah, some there's a lot going on. There's, this a, there's, a lot, there's a lot of moving parts in this yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray banged up, has not been the same since he suffered that shoulder injury in Seattle. Jalen Hurts is kind of like the poor man's Kyler Murray, if you will, a little running and passing action there. Um, Eagles upset a good Saints team last week. Cardinals crushed the Giants. They're going head-to-head. Arizona's given six points. I'll give the floor to you because I know where me and Lou stand on both of these teams. As a Giants fan – I can't root for the Eagles in this one. I can't. However, I kind of need Jalen Hurts to go out there and do what he did last week so that they can throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins for fantasy purposes. Um, 
What'd you say they were given? It's Arizona giving six. I think the Eagles can do it. They knocked they like went you said. Right, and they cover it. I think they went out right. Yeah, I actually took them for the Friday fire. I think they went out right. They not they, listen. The Saints' defense is that's no joke. Yeah, they're that's legit. a top. That's a that's a that's a top five defense. I think. Yeah, they are. And they they beat the Saints. So and I you know Arizona is not the Saints' defense. Uh, you know I think the Eagles went out right in this one. I actually agree most, but for different reasons. Cardinals defense, not good, even though they did kill the Giants last week. The Giants can't really block. Um, Kyler Murray, like the, the whole team is built around Kyler Murray. And if Kyler Murray's not running and throwing at max capacity, they're just not that good. Because they Agreed. don't really have any players around him other than Hopkins, maybe both running backs. You know, Edmonds might not even play in this game, so it would just be Kenyon Drake if that's the case. Um, I think the Eagles have a better roster but they have had their problems this year. But if Jalen Hurts is doing what he did last week, it's not going to matter. I'm taking Philadelphia in this game. Absolutely. I don't even know who Kyler's backup is. Who's the backup in Arizona? Brent Hundley. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who? He was the guy who played quarterback at UCLA. He, was, uh, he got drafted by the Packers. He was terrible. And then he started a game last year when Murray got hurt, and they won somehow. Crazy. Yeah, I, I, I doubt he had – Anything to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, my game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints. The Chiefs are 12-1. and one. The Saints are 10-3. and three. I've been seeing a bunch of stats on the Twitter machine here, how this is like the best matchup winning percentage-wise that we've seen in the NFL in the past like seven or eight seasons. Both these teams are really, really good. Um, obviously, everyone knows where I stand. I saw Tom, you got it. What do you think? Well – I know you're a diehard Saints fan, and I know you want them to win. Uh, I'm going to – nah, taking the Chiefs in this one. Patrick Mahomes is just too good. He's too good. He's, he's just too good. The Saints if, – if the Saints want to, you know, stack more and stop – stack more up front and try to stop the run game, Patrick Mahomes is just going to – he's just going to throw it down. He's just going to chuck it up. Tyreek will get there somehow. He'll snap his fingers and teleport, and he'll just all of a sudden – he'll be there. He'll catch the ball. It's just – the that's a high-octane offense in Kansas City. And Saints, they've been without Drew Brees. Uh, he might come back Alvin, this week. He might. He might come back. I don't know. I, I think it's still up in the air. So here's a question he, for you, though, about Drew Brees. Do you think Drew Brees in this particular game coming back hurts them or helps them? Hurts. And why is that? <laughs> hurts the Saints. They're 10 and 3. They're going to make the playoffs. There's no need to rush Drew Brees back just to beat the Kansas City Chiefs because if he comes back just to play if they rush him back just so he can play against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and he ends up taking another bad hit, the guy had what? 10 a, fractured ribs, a punctured like a, lung. Something like, like that. <laughs> like two two kidneys removed and they cut out part of his tongue. Like like this guy, the, the list of ailments this guy had from his injuries, you don't need to rush him back. You're sitting at 10-3. and three. I think the Saints are going to make the playoffs if they lose this game. I, there's still a shot for them to make the playoffs. Do not rush him back. Don't risk it. If he gets, if he gets one bad hit by the Chiefs defense, 
it, it might end the season. So there's no need to rush him back. I think if he does come back, obviously it's going to be better for Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. I think they have definitely suffered since his departure. Um, but I think there's no need to rush Drew Brees back just to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Even with Drew Brees, I still think the Chiefs win. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs, but obviously we know this is going to be a high-scoring game. Every time the Chiefs play a quote-unquote really good defense, it doesn't matter. They put up 30 against everybody, so that's that part's pretty irrelevant. It's just how much they have to work for it to get there. Um, Saints play a lot of man-to-man, which they probably won't do this week because if you play man-to-man against the Chiefs, you're going to be down by 40 at halftime. So I'm assuming they're going to play a lot more zone. Uh, but for the flip side, the Saints' best player – is obviously Alvin Kamara. Well, I think he is right now. Um, he's good at two. He's really good at two things: catching the ball in space and not being tackled. And the Chiefs are really bad at two things, two things. And that would be covering running backs and tackling. So that is not a good combination there. So I think that it's a super high-scoring game, as most Chiefs games are. But I think uh, the Saints kind of hang in there. It's Kansas City giving a field goal. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I feel fairly confident in that because uh, the only teams that really scare me, if I'm a Chiefs fan, are teams that can run the ball and get home with four guys. I don't know if the Saints can get home with four. I know they can run the ball. I just don't know if they can get home with four guys. If you're blitzing against Pat Mahomes, the game's already over. You might as well get in the team bus, go back to the hotel, and then try again. Um, I can next week. Yeah. So that's what yeah. we're doing there. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. I know Alvin Kamara is the best player on the Saints, but – since Drew Brees has been out, I'm looking at the stats right now. In the last four weeks, he only has 10 catches out of the backfield yeah. for a combined 51 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah, that ain't great. So, I'm sure he'll turn that around this week, though. <laughs> I'm sure that, that's, that's obviously his forte. We all know he's more of a out-of-the-backfield type running back than you know handing him off and giving him the ball. Um, but since Drew Brees hasn't been there, he hasn't been able to produce like that. So... Not that he's totally eliminated from the, the offensive scheme, but he has been hindered, and I think he continues to be hindered this week. I agree. We got two more games left. Sunday night football, Browns at the Giants. Um, I'm going to take the Browns in this game. If Daniel Jones, we saw last week, if he's not able to run, he is a terrible quarterback. He is currently nursing a hamstring and ankle injury, which would probably mean he's not right, going to be running. I think as of right now, he's not going to play this week. Yeah. Uh, if he's not going to play, it's probably even worse for the Giants. I know Colt McCoy won that game against the Seahawks, but he did not look good in that game. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, I think the Browns do what the Browns do here, which is they get home on defense with Miles Garrett and friends against the Giants' offensive line, and I think they run the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and they beat the Giants fairly easily. It's currently the line on this game is Cleveland giving four and a half. I took that for the Friday fire. What say yeah. you? Yeah, no, both teams are second in their division right now. You gotta, if I'm the Browns, I'm thinking – I'm focusing on the fact that Pittsburgh was rolling and they hit a wall and have lost two straight games. So Pittsburgh's 11-2, and two, Browns are 9-4. and four. You're two games back. I'm giving the Browns the win over the Giants this week. Could they catch Pittsburgh? Maybe. 
But as we said earlier, that whole division's going to the playoffs. But I think the Browns really make a push. They try to catch Pittsburgh. I'm giving the Brown this game to the Browns. The Giants can't do anything right at all. Daniel Jones is I don't know who was watching Duke football the year they drafted Daniel Jones and said, This is it right here. You gotta draft this kid. I don't know. Dave Gettleman. Yeah. Uh, who? <laughs> no one of importance. Browns are gonna Browns are gonna beat the Giants this week. That's all you need to know. Last game of the week here, uh, Monday Night Football. We got a pretty terrible game. Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow. I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah. I mean the Steelers. Yeah. (laughs) No, the why wouldn't you take the Bengals? Come on. (laughs) Uh, The Bengals offensive line, one of the best in the leagues, against Pittsburgh's terrible defense. (laughs) Come on. I'm taking the Steelers. Yeah, no, Steelers are going to absolutely pummel the Bengals. So that's going to wrap it up for our football talk here. But since we have Tom with us, Tom, is there any combat sports we should be checking out this weekend? Um, that doesn't sound like a yes. Not really. <laughs> they just did UFC 256 last weekend. Uh, pretty good, pretty good set of cards. Uh, a pretty good card. Um, saw Tony, Fer- Tony Ferguson almost hit his arm, snapped in half. Don't yeah. know how he didn't tap out. I don't know if anyone uh, watched the clip. It's a, it's a if you have a weak stomach, don't watch the clip because this dude's arm literally almost snapped at the elbow, uh, and he didn't tap out. Amazing. I don't know how he did it, but he ultimately ended up losing the fight. Uh, as far as I know, there's nothing really going on this weekend. There's no pay-per-views. It's just going to be like a regular fight night um, as far as UFC is concerned. Boxing should not even be a sport anymore. The entire thing's a joke. I will never watch another boxing match again ever for the rest of my life. I don't care who it is that's fighting. Boxing is officially a joke. And it's right. because of YouTube. <laughs> well, with that being said, you could follow us on Instagram and Twitter. First off, at Beat Brands. You can follow me, at Tim Ferdinand, on Instagram and Twitter. Tom, it looks like he switched up the IG handle, so how will we find you on Instagram there? It's Thomas underscore Jonathan 06. Gotcha. Instagram and Twitter. All right, good to know. And obviously, Lou is at Lou Jocks, in case you're here for him. So that's going to wrap it up for us. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.